are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, our podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. I have not checked the subscriber count as of late, but I would imagine we got to be close to 250, right? We made it today, 250. Oh my god! It's a big day. It's a big day. I know. I'm really. I'm psyched. Two fifty. All those bots I created came through. <laughs> a fourth of the way to one thousand. Wow. Let's go, people. If you have a friend who a friend a friend who likes the Rays and you don't you you know you want to share this podcast with them, yeah, do that. Tell them about it. Yes, please do that. Uh, little other housekeeping note to mention uh, our 2022 fantasy baseball league is full completely full uh but if you want to keep sending us mailbag questions or voice memos we will certainly invite that but uh yeah we can't we're, we're packed to the gills we don't have a roster spot no Good. more roster spots and i don't foresee anybody wanting to drop out after <laughs> signing up so no. just keep that in mind uh did i mention yeah you can follow us on twitter and instagram at locked on rays as well all right uh ulysses it is uh, something we had been talking about and maybe wishing about for a little bit now there's the old uh thing that the rays need and are still seemingly searching for a right-handed bat a right-handed slugger uh, we thought maybe that guy could have been Tommy Pham, a Tommy Pham reunion to yeah. the Rays. Uh, alas, that is not happening as of yet. Anyway, maybe, who knows, June, July, maybe he <laughs> returns to the Rays. But as of right now, he is going to Cincinnati. Yeah. He is going to the Reds on a one-year, $7.5 million deal. Uh well, I guess it's $6 million in 2022 plus a $1.5 million buyout for a 2023 mutual option. So a get right, prove it deal for Tommy Pham. And I got to say, a little bit surprised that he's going to the Reds. Uh, On another note, though, I think it's a great move for both sides. I could totally see him uh, putting up numbers that make you say, wow, okay, maybe Tommy Pham does have a little more something in him. It's it's a smart move on on him and his agent saying, look, man, you're not going to win this year, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, what you're going to do is Wait, push is it, up those numbers to be very nicely looking for the next team. Is it guaranteed that he, or that the Reds are not going to win at all this year? A hundred thousand percent. Okay. I don't think the Reds are, I mean, when you've got the Brewers and the Cardinals, like, where do you see them? That's fair. I mean, yeah, sure. They'll take, you know, some wins away from the Pittsburgh Pirates, but who isn't now these days, even the Cubs, who I thought were just going to be kind of relegated to the back of the pack in that division with the Pirates, you know, I think they've got some, some, some niceties about them. Of course, with Stroman, you know, really the point of this deal is for the Reds to get some, prospect capital at the trade deadline yeah more or less and also you gotta you, i mean you can't just get rid of your whole team and then do nothing for your fandom like, i i feel like the reds people are like okay we, we gotta do something and okay and i said this on that episode that we did on a reunion with tommy fam tommy fam is going to fall through the cracks I, I hate saying, hey, look at me. I was right. But you know what? Hey, look at me. 
I was right. Yeah. He fell through the cracks. Tommy Pham for six and a half million dollars. I, I feel like that 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 was a very gettable salary for thirty teams. Yeah, thirty teams could have been on uh, on for Tommy Pham if they wanted him, and, and here, so that tells me maybe six and a half was a little bit still too rich for the race. Not because they were they're being cheap, yeah. but I think it's because they said for six and a half mil, uh, the production might not be there. Well, Ryan Healy is their big right-handed bat. Yeah, that's something we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, I think, um, look, Tommy Pham has had a lot of success at Great American Ballpark. He gets out of the very pitcher-friendly Petco Park, and mm-hmm. what I think is, you know, that team, that organization last year probably wasn't in the best place, and he probably wasn't in the best place. Let's remember he was still recovering from that uh, incident at a strip club. Yeah, for stab a wound. Club. Yeah. <laughs> 200 stitches is what he had to have. I thought it was 100. 200? 200 stitches. That's insane. close the wound. Man, that was like a a damn katana. um, I think maybe towards the end of the season, we started to see his strength, the Tommy Pham strength return, because he he hit like a 490-foot home run. Yes, it was at Coors Field, but one of the longest home runs in – Padres history, at least in the stat cast era, baseball savant era, whatever you want to say. But yeah. I think you basically, and I looked at uh, his savant page a little bit today. And uh, so he had what, 14, 15 home runs? 15, yeah. 15 home runs with the Padres this past season. If he was playing in a Reds uniform last season, he'd have 22 home runs. Yeah. Like there were like eight to 10 balls that went off the wall or closed warning track at Petco or, or some other con- uh, cavernous ballpark that. Yeah. Would have been long gone. Also, the familiarity with the NL Central. He played what? Yeah. Five seasons with the St. Louis Cardinals. So I think this is a really good move for, again, the Reds to maybe (laughs) – that might be your all-star there is is Tommy Pham at the midway point, which is so funny where it's like, oh, the Reds are tanking, they're tanking, they're tanking. Let's also remember that their payroll is still $110 Sure, I mean that that part of it is Votto, but no, they've got Votto, Jonathan India, and and Tommy Pham for the yeah. I, for the it's not like they did the too. biggest fire sale of all time. They got rid of Eugenio Suarez, who was but no, but a that's disaster the, last. No, season. but again, like they were so close. They had Sonny Gray. I mean, this 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 whole team was so close to just they just needed a one more piece to go for it. And then so the, they the, the sh- front office just said, you know what? Now let's just dismantle it. Even though we're close. So really what they should have done was kept all those guys that they traded gray Winker, Suarez Garrett, and then just added Tommy fam. And they probably would have been there. No, I don't think they were a Tommy fam away with okay. all those guys. I just think like this Tommy fam just tells me that the front office needed to do something to get a little bit more offense. And Tommy fam is yeah. trying to get a show me deal for next year. Yeah, uh, and with the Universal DH coming into play for yeah. the National League, uh, that certainly helps uh, their cause as well with that. Something yeah. else that might help Tommy Pham's cause, Ulysses, is uh, Built Bar. Maybe, uh, you know, if, if Tommy Pham just consumes a Built Bar a day, I would not put it out of the realm of possibility that he hits like 25 bombs. Well, it's because there's two things about Bilt Bars. First of all, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and everybody likes that. Even Tommy Pham probably likes that. 
And number two, they're good for you. They're healthy. Okay, most built bars contain around 130 calories. When you compare those with candy bars, you guys know the drill. They're about 200 to 300 calories. That is yuck. And you don't want that. You want built bars in your tummy. So what do you do if you want this to happen to you? Well, you go to built.com and then you're going to use promo code LOCKED15. That promo code is going to get you 15% off for any of the Built Bar flavors that they have. For me, you know, peanut butter brownie is my favorite, but maybe you're a coconut almond sort of guy. I don't know what Tommy Pham is, but I think he's more of a um, marshmallow guy. Marshmallow guy. Okay. Yeah, he's a puffs guy. I could see that. He's a puffs guy. So what he would do and what you should do is go to built.com. You use promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off at built.com. Okay, Ulysses. So uh, Tommy Pham off the table for the Rays. Uh, We're getting to the point where, yeah, I don't think the Rays are getting that right-handed slugger in free agency because it is now very, 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 very slim pickings. You have uh, Wilson Ramos. You have Albert Pujols. Yeah. You could drag Ryan Zimmerman out of retirement. (laughs) You could uh, pick up Ian Desmond, the Sarasota kid who hasn't played in God knows how long. Uh, That's about it. I mean, the Marlins have kind of run circles around the Rays as far as adding right-handed hitters with Avi Garcia and Jorge Soler. You would have thought that maybe the Rays would have gotten one or two or one of those guys, I should say. But uh, so my hot take, my conspiracy theory is there could still be a a trade on the horizon where Mm -hmm. the Rays add that right-handed bat, but I think they're banking on this Ryan Healy kid. I really think they're banking on Ryan Healy. Look, I know we have never mentioned Ryan Healy on this podcast ever before. Yes. But let's also remember he's not all that far removed from a 25 homer season and a 24 homer season with the Oakland Athletics and Seattle Mariners, respectively. And the reason that his career came to a sudden stop was because he had a massive hip injury and surgery. And, uh, that kind of, it hurt him for the last couple of years. So maybe he's fully recovered. Maybe he's ready to go and maybe he can provide a little bit of substance for the race. Sure. Sure. And I think, uh, it's not the most exciting signing, of course it's, but I could see this being, I could see Ryan Healy, putting up better numbers this year than Jordan Luplo with the Diamondbacks. Like I could I could see Healy giving you 12 15 homers. Yeah, and 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 I think and that's exactly what they want. 300 at bats, whatever it may be. I think that's exactly what they want. Can can you give us how much production can we get out of this? And again, yeah. the 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 money is right for the Rays. I don't think he's going to I mean, it's tough to say, but I, I, I do think that if this team is doing as well as they were last year, uh, then they'll they'll go at the trade deadline for a punchy right. guy, a punchier guy than than Ryan. Yeah, um, and that's not n- not saying anything bad about Ryan, but I think there are, will be more attractive options for the Rays in the trade deadline than himself. Again, maybe Ryan just goes off, and that's yeah. good for the Rays. And we are should all be rooting for Ryan to just go completely bonkers. Yeah. I know I will, but yeah, not a sexy no. uh, pick, not a not a sexy signing. I think it, it, if it barely got any mention on MLB Network, that's probably yeah. what happened. Uh, but that's okay. 
the the Rays don't do things for for the headlines, and that's and, true. And they'll end up getting the headlines. Remember, Giancarlo Stanton signed with the Yankees the same, or was traded to the Yankees rather, um, the same day that Joey Wendell uh, got traded to uh, the Rays. Right. We did that episode. I know, I know, but during that time span, yeah. Joey Wendell, you know, had more F4 than Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. It's, again, I get it's very difficult to stomach as a baseball fan, as a Rays fan, as a sports fan, when for a couple days on social media, in the media in general, there were the rumors swirling. The Rays have made a significant offer for Freddie Freeman. Yeah. They lose out on Freddie Freeman and they wind up with, Ryan Healy and Luke Rayleigh. It's a little bit of a step back. Yeah. It's yeah. not, uh, it's again, if, if the Rays weren't in the, not saying that we in a normal world, we'd be excited about Luke Rayleigh yeah. and Ryan Healy, but uh, it would sting a little bit less than, Oh, you go from Freddie Freeman to these two guys. Uh, yeah. There's definitely a, a, a letdown for the fandom of like, Oh my gosh, we, we might be able to get a hall of famer to who, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's that with with fan, the fandom, but I think with so many of these apps and websites where you can yeah. learn so much about players, if you're a if you're a fan that wants to be better and wants to you know uh, get to know the team as as well as you can, you might look at these signings and say, okay. They're interesting. Yeah. And I think that's 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 all you can hope is that they're interesting right. and then they, they they pan out. Again, look, when you talk about the Rays and and, and with the pitching, for example, with, with the pitching. How many the no-name relievers, relievers have been I've, wonderful for the Rays? I have stopped saying, oh, uh, they, they sign a guy. Oh, a pitcher. Oh, okay. Oh, he's got a five ERA. He's got a six ERA. I don't care. I yeah. know he's going to be money. Like it's it's been enough time as a race fan since 2008 to see what they can do with pitching for me to be like, oh, why are they bringing this guy? No, yeah. bring I he's gonna dominate, and I hopefully hopefully with three, four, five more years of an offense that looked like the one in 2020 and 2021, if they can still do that, then you can kind of right. think, okay, okay, Ryan Healy, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm about it. Look, uh, when Brett Phillips was traded from the Royals to the Rays, were people doing cartwheels about the Rays acquiring Brett Phillips? I feel like they were more ticked off that they lost out on, who was it, Lucius Fox? They were crying that Lucius Fox was no longer in the Rays farm system. And tell me what Lucius Fox has been doing since then. Uh, is he in a Marvel TV series? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you teed that DC, one up. DC, baby. Oh, DC. Come I'm sorry. on. I don't know Man, cut that out of the pot. <laughs> Intern McGee. Intern McGee. Make me look good. Do your it. Scorsese stuff. Man. Yeah. Um, no, I look, I think Healy's gonna provide a little something something for the race. Jordan the Luplo was not lauded by any means yeah. when when he was acquired. And guess what? He might have done a top five moment in the postseason for the race. That's the thing is he could, I could totally see Ryan Healy having like that Dan Johnson moment. Yeah. That Jordan Luplo moment, that Aki Iwamura moment in a different fashion, different way. It's a D it's a DNA of, uh, of these guys. So, and I wouldn't be surprised. And it also goes to show you, Oh my gosh, I was, so I was looking at Healy's stats and 
again, before the race signed him, I had never heard of Brian Healy. Maybe right. that's just how no, no. far off away I am from the AL Same. West and the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. But he legitimately in 2017 played like an all-star. Yeah. 20, uh, 25 years old. He got 271 with 25 home runs. Which, um, again, thank you for saying the year because we also don't want to deceive anybody. 2017, 2017 is five years ago. 2017, we were we were closer to being freshmen. Yes, 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 in, yes, in, yes. in college than we are than, than you know. Yeah, it's not well, good. True, but here's my point: is he is just an example of you got to cash in. Like he's an example of uh, success can be fleeting. You can have one good year, two year, good years, and then you're fighting and trying to play in Korea and then sign a minor league deal or sign a crap contract. Like it, it just goes to show you that I, I would have been curious to go back and look and see if, you know, maybe the athletics or the Mariners had offered him some sort of like multi-year contract. And if he had oh turned my. it down, like, again, that it just goes to show you never, never, never say tr- no to your yeah. first millions, man. And and that again, young players that they should be making a lot more than they should be getting. They, they shouldn't have to wait six years to get to free agency. No. We we all know. You know that. why? Yeah, because Brett Phillips is right. Baseball is fun, but Brett yes. Phillips cut that sentence because the whole thing is yeah. baseball is fun, but baseball is damn hard too, yes. and it's difficult to succeed at the top for an extended yeah. period of time. Uh, what is also fun is Bet Online. Bet Online is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. It remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. And uh, it's not just basketball that they have going on there, it's uh, also your continued source for all your sport wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online. It is where the game starts. All right, Ulysses, it is a Friday episode, which means uh, we are bringing back baseball trivia and name that war. Whoop, whoop. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. I... I'm going to pat myself on the back. I like this trivia question for you. I think you'll do well. And I just think it's a good question for the listeners that are listening in the car, at work, wherever it may be, that they can play along and have some fun with this question that I have for you before you give me a name that war. So my question is, there are 13 different pitchers, 13 different pitchers who have accumulated 50 or more saves in a single season. I need six names. I'm not even making you give me more than half. That's less than half. I need six of those 13. And I will say a couple of these guys have done it multiple times. So with that said, does the question make sense? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's start with the greatest, Mariano. Uh, Rivera is obviously correct, and he did it three times. Uh, 50 or more saves. Let's go with Trevor Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman is correct. He did it once. Uh, let's go with a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame, but the Hall of Fame is not going to um, get him in because, I don't know, because they're awful. Uh, Francisco Rodriguez. 
Francisco Rodriguez is correct, and he actually has the highest mark of anybody with 62 saves in that 2008 season. Yes, he does, and he's in top five in all saves. So, um, yeah, he should be in the whole thing. Um, K-Rod, okay, so I need three more. Yep, you're halfway there. Eric Gagne. Eric Gagne is correct. He did it twice in 2002 with 52 and 2003 with 55. I'm going to go with Fernando Rodney. Incorrect. Mm. Strike one. I'm going to go with Rafa Soriano. Incorrect. Strike two. Don't go with the race. Don't go with the race. And you know what? I have a little addendum here. Uh, I might have made a mistake. I think there's actually 14 different pitchers who have accumulated 50 or more saves in a season. Not 13, but 14 different ones. I shortchanged somebody. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I believe that in 08, Brad Lidge was like 48 for 48. I don't think he got to 50, so I'm not going to go with him, but... Um, let's see, Brian Wilson, would he have done it with the Giants? But again, 50 is a whole lot of saves. And that Giants teams, I think they, they were wild cards. Both times he was uh, can I give you a hint here? Sure. You got to think big. I got to think big. Big names. Big names. Big names. Um, Like old names or like active names? I'm talking like 70s, 80s. 70s, 80s, not that far back. So not but in our 80s. lifetime. Mm, okay. I was going to go with Mr. Yuck. Dennis Eckersley then. Okay. Then not Eckersley. Uh, so somebody that we have seen. Somebody that we have seen. Um, hmm. Man, stumping you trying to get to that sixth. Fifth and sixth. Fifth and sixth. Um, and you have two strikes on you, correct? I do. I know. I went with the race. I went with the race, guys. And, and, and I feel like, I feel like, with the race, guys, you would have, we would have made more big of a deal of fifty plus saves. I think so. I think I think Rodney was close though. I mean, they both I think were 46, 48, something yeah. along those lines. But fifty. Fifty is a big one. Hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, gosh, man, I don't. Okay. I'm going to just go with this name. All right. Just because. Okay. Heath Bell. Heath Bell is incorrect. Strike three. Okay. I'm going to run through the remaining names. Okay. Uh, Edwin Diaz had 57 in 2018. Wow. Good one. Okay. Uh, Bobby Thigpen, 57 in 1990. Uh, John Smoltz is a name I was looking for. He had 55 in 2002. Okay. Uh, Randy Myers, 53 in 1993. Rod Beck, never heard of him. Okay. Dennis Eckersley, 51 in 1992. I said our lifetime. Uh, that hurts. I, I, that hurts. Okay, I'll keep that uh, in the pocket. Yuris Familia, 51 in 2016. Wow, okay. That's a good one. Did he just fall off the table, I guess? The Mets had Edwin Diaz and Juris Familia, and they still didn't do anything. The Mets are L. going to always be the Mets. O-L. 
this is a surprising revelation here. Jim Johnson. Ooh, with the Orioles? Twice. Wow. Twice. 51 in 2012 and 50 in 2013. Wow, good for him. And, and then, then Chris Davis just lifted up in 2012 and 2013, didn't they? Yes, yes. Uh, Mark Melanson, still okay. going strong. 51 in 2015. And uh, the guy I forgot to count that is still actively pitching. The Rays almost kind of maybe signed him. It was maybe a Freddie Freeman type situation, but he goes oh, on. Oh, the Kims. Yeah, Craig Kimbrell getting 50 in 2013. And that was I will, a good one. Yes, I, will, a- I will note just missing the cut with 49 apiece. Francisco Cordero in 2004 and Jose Valverde. 2011. So Tremendous question. Thank you, sir. Tremendous question. You are well uh, to have given you pats in the back. Man, that was good. I, ho- I hope I hope Locked on Race listeners played along with this because it was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Thank you, sir. I hope that I can do the same for you. For this name that war, I am picking Twins Legend. Can I just guess who this is? Right, yeah, sure. Kirby Puckett. No. Right fielder, first baseman, third baseman, played some second, played some DH, did a little bit of center field for like Ben Zobris, maybe four games. Michael Kadire. What is Michael Kadire's baseball reference career war? He really played all those positions. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I always thought of him as corner outfielder. Yeah, I know, but everyone. Uh, I'm going to say, and I will say, uh, some of those Twins teams were kind of fun to play on the show with uh, Kadire and Renault and Joe Mauer. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun lineup. Um, yeah, it was. It really was. And I guess they probably have a fun lineup this season with Correa. Yeah. Uh, Michael Kadire, his career war, according to baseball reference, I'm going to say 17. That is my guess. And I'm going to, I think he probably had like 150 home runs in his career with like a 260 career average. That's about all I got. Well, uh, 197 home runs. Okay. He's a two-time all-star. Wow. That kind of shocks me. The fact that he was like, he had as many all-star appearances as Brian Giles did. There you go. Insane. Silver slugger. Really? Batting title. He hit 331 in one season. What's your final answer? So this isn't Tony Gwynn. What is going on over here? Uh, okay, I'll give him uh, 24. Kevin, you stepped on my banana peel. You were right. He's 17.8. So the first guess counts. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. What a resume. How many years did he play? Like, a, I would say 10, 11. Does he have 15. that pension? 11 with Minnesota. I mean, this guy just... And that is a great career. Yes, 805 OPS, a 113 OPS plus. Let's look at that slash line. 277, 344 on base. He's looking at 461. Again, like I said, 197 home runs, so like 200 donkeys. I mean, 1,500 hits. What a career, man, for for this Um, guy. And he only became an all-star after the age of 31. Hey, late bloomer. There yes. we go. Uh, career earnings. Let me take a stab at this. Do you have that pulled up or can you pull that I up? I can pull it up. Yeah. I will say Michael uh, Michael Kadire's career earnings would be, he played from 2001 to 2015. 
Uh, I'll say he made about 50 mil in his career. No. He actually made 79,332,498 according to baseball reference. So 80 million buckaroos Good for, for Mr. Kadir. Good for Michael. Good, Good for, for Michael. Him. Yes. Wow. What a, what a, what a, fantastic. I did not realize he was that good of uh put the ball and play hitter. Yeah. I had no idea he hit. I always thought of him as like 260 with 15 home runs. I know, but which I he, guess he sort of was, but again, just tremendous, man. This is really good. Yeah, and he I mean, he's never going to get a Hall of Fame vote. Nor should he, Nor but should again, he. that's still it's very Perfect. difficult to play this game. This guy did it for 15 years, collected almost 200 home runs, was a 331 batter for a year. Uh, Batting title. That's nothing to sneeze at. Okay. Man. You know what? I'm going to put an asterisk okay. on that batting title. He played in Colorado. Oh, my that, God. You got to subtract a little bit for that. Oh Come on. Oh, my God. That's stupid. Then Larry Walker shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Then Todd Helton shouldn't be on the Hall of Fame. No, nah, that's not. That's That's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. I refuse. You know what? And then let's take away Poppy Ortiz with that damn short porch and, and the pesky pole. And then Manny Ramirez getting some votes for, for the, 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 the Fenway stupid wall monster. Nah. Okay. I just want, uh, well, no. I guess we'll see how uh, Chris Bryant <laughs> turns out. Dennis Eckersley can be in the Hall of Fame because he had that much foul ground. So he was a pitcher's park. Nah. Okay. Let me say this. I would say, joking aside, it's now a little bit less impressive that he did it with Colorado. Is that fair? You still have to hit 331. It's not easy. Like, wh- how many points are you deducting? 10, 15? He's you, still a you, you, hitter. You, you stick me in Coors Field. I'm, I'm bad in 265. Oh, just wrap this show <laughs> up already. Uh, no, good question. Good Those man, are the Michael. fun ones. Those yeah. are where it's like, you're not really sure. But I was, yeah. I kind of hit the mark there. That was great, close. man. Good job. Solid. Uh, hope you all enjoyed as uh, the Locked On Rays listenership. I think people are enjoying the fact that we are going back to you five days a week. Uh, there's a little bit of a routine there. So, uh, And again, reach out to us anytime and we try to be as responsive as we can. Uh, yeah. Thank you for making our podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and enjoy your weekend.